0: Coming up next, Spiritual Awakening Radio. Today a program titled, Mandaean Nazarean Gnostic Spirituality. In antiquity, several spiritual movements emerged from Judaism and eventually became their own separate and distinct world religions. Many, of course, have heard of Christianity, But few have heard of some of the others. Various Gnostic religions. The prophet Mani, The group he founded. The Manichaeans. And there is the Mandaean religion of Iraq. The Nag Hammadi library discovered in Egypt. Represents the prose of the Gnostics. But it is the Mandaean scriptures. That represents the poetry. I used to go to the Bangor Theological Seminary Library, and kept taking out of the library two particular books, consisting of translations of Mandean scriptures. One is Gnosis II by Werner Forrester, as well as the canonical prayer book of the Mandeans, translated into English by E. S. Drower. Both of those are out of print. You can't buy them anywhere. So finally, one time, I took them out of the seminary library and went on over to a print shop and had them copy all of the pages of both books and combine them together, bound them together, to create for me my own personal Mandaean holy book. That's how much I value the Mandaean scriptures of Iraq. It's time for Spiritual Awakening Radio, a program today titled Mandaian Nazarean Gnostic Spirituality. In his very fine book Disciples, Keith Akers has a chapter devoted to the Mandaeans titled The Mystery of the Mandaean Religion. He says in conclusion, at the end of this chapter, the Mandaeans remain a mystery. There are enough similarities between the Mandaeans, the Ebionites, or Jewish Christians, the Jesus Movement, and the Elchasites, so that it is fairly clear that there is a connection somewhere. But you could plausibly argue for any of several possible hypotheses. In any event, though, the existence of another baptismal sect admiring Adam, John the Baptist, and Nazareans strengthens the hypothesis that there was a pre-Christian group of some sort, identified as Nazareans in some spelling or another, which is the common ancestor of the Ebionites, the Jesus movement, Elchasites, and the Mandaeans. I believe this is a very accurate way of describing the situation. At one time you had the Essene branch of Judaism, and then at some point, the emergence of the Nazarene movement, a kind of messianic movement. John the Baptist is not the founder of the Nazareans, but is a well-known voice in this Nazarene community. Uh, Very similar, I think, analogous to Kabir in Saint-Mont. Kabir was not the founder of Sant Mat, Sant Mat dates back in India a couple of centuries before Kabir, but because Kabir was such a well-known spokesperson, such a well-known voice, such a famous teacher, he is sometimes associated as being the founder of Sant Mat even though there are many lesser known names that came before him. The same is probably true of this group called the Nazareans, or what we think of as the John the Baptist movement. Probably there are other leaders prior to John in this group, but he was the well-known leader that helped popularize it at one time. After his death, this John the Baptist group, or Mandaeans, Or Nazareans whatever you want to call them branched out in several directions you have Jesus and the Ebionites or the Jewish Christians you have others perhaps Simon Magus Dosithius and other branches one of them eventually evolves into the Mandean religion that relocated to Iraq and Iran the Nazarean Mandaeans today. According to scholars of Mandaean studies like Werner Forrester, the origins of the Mandaeans, also known as the Nazareans, do indeed go back to the Jewish tradition of first century AD Palestine and the region of the Jordan River. Forrester states in his book Gnosis II, published by Oxford University Press, that in the context of the Jewish War of Independence and the consolidation of Orthodox Judaism after 70 AD, quote, it's the, the Mandeans or Nazareans position as a minority opposition that evidently led to the persecution of the community and finally to its immigration from its native Jordan territory to the east, to begin with in the Haran and the Median hill country, then in the southern regions of Mesopotamia. Eventually the community settled in the region of the Tigris and Euphrates rivers, Jordan-like rivers, big rivers, where they could continue the ritual of baptizing initiates in, quote, living waters, unquote, rivers symbolizing the connecting of their souls with the heavenly Jordan River of Light. There this branch of Gnosticism eventually became the Mandaean religion. The Gnostic connection, the birth of Gnosticism as a mystical movement took place when you combine Judaism with neoplatonism and pythagoreanism that's what you get How, what do you get when you cross judaism with with pythagoreanism and neoplatonism you get gnosticism in various forms different sects with different flavors uh, this varies greatly from the jesus movement to simon magus to dositheus and eventually the Mandaeans and others too uh the Sethians and so on you get different flavors of Gnosticism but it's a kind of mystical or spiritualized Judaism that is vegetarian that is opposed to animal sacrifice that includes baptism as a replacement for sacrifice and baptism is part of their initiation ritual and you get different versions of this each with its own version of a new covenant led by one person or another, or following one Messiah or another. And this is the beginnings of what we think of as Gnosticism or spiritual movements that have Gnostic elements. And Gnostic elements you can find in the New Testament, the Gospel of John, the teachings of Paul, uh, certainly the Jewish Christians, and uh, in the Mandean scriptures, which we will explore on today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Regarding the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan River, some Syriac Christians, quoting the Syriac Aramaic Gospel of the Mixed, which included material from the Ebionite, Nazarene, or Hebrew Gospels, said that when Jesus entered the water to be baptized by John, his spiritual master, his spiritual teacher. A powerful light shone and above the Jordan. The light was enveloped by white clouds. That's a direct quote from an unknown gospel associated with the Jewish Christians long ago. A powerful light shone and above the Jordan. The light was enveloped by white clouds. The mention of a light is not present in the canonical Orthodox Gospels and may lead one to presume that the Syriac Gospel of the mixed contains extra biblical elements. A closer look at the evidence however shows that the Syriac is actually corroborated by other witnesses such as the Old Latin i.e. pre-vulgate Gospels and the writings of Justin who was active in the West during the second century, unquote. What I just read from, for the most part, is information from the preface of the Peshitta, English New Testament, also known as the Antioch Bible, to get a little piece of a missing verse from a lost gospel. You know, a very Mandean-like description of the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan his initiation, which included some experience of light. I just found that to be very intriguing and worth uh, including in today's program on the Mandaeans. In several Gospels, Jesus is described as being a follower, part of the John the Baptist group, a follower of John the Baptist, that John the Baptist was his spiritual master, was his spiritual teacher and he was an initiate of John the Baptist being baptized in the River Jordan by John the Baptist whatever that really meant uh, not just the ritual of baptism but some sort of divine experience that included light this is certainly the Saint Mott point of view as well that Jesus was initiated by John the Baptist who was his spiritual master see commentary on this in the book Light on Saint John by Charon Singh published by Science of the Soul. In the book Quest for Light Charon Singh says about John the Baptist his own master Jesus says he was a burning and shining light and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light Charon Singh a perfect master always gives the secret of the word to his disciples and joins their souls to the shabad the word of god within all those whose souls are thus blessed escape from the cycle of birth and death and attain the life eternal Unquote. a passage from charan singh from the book quest for light Now, in that book I referenced earlier, Disciples by Keith Akers, in his chapter on the Mandaeans, he describes that the teachings and vegetarian ethics of those early Nazareans, the John the Baptist group, and the Jesus movement, the Ebionites, uh, they have a lot in common, a lot of shared teachings like you'd expect if they were all one sect at one time and then divided into several rival sects eventually. In her book, The Secret Adam, E. S. Drower, the great Mandaean scholar, wrote, Amongst Mandeans, there is an oral tradition that some of them were once vegetarians, unquote. In a bit, more on the vegetarianism of the original Nazarene movement and the various sects that branched out from it, including the Ebionites, the Jesus movement. And by the Jesus movement, I mean Jesus himself, his immediate successors, the various apostles, and that leadership, the original group, Christianity before Paul, known as the Jesus movement. If you're watching this program by way of YouTube, scroll down below to the notes section, And you will see links to earlier podcasts I have done on the subject of this period of time in various sects and uh, on the various podcast sites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and so on, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Audible and so on. If you uh, go to my sites there at these various podcast apps and scroll past, you'll eventually come to these shows as well. I have done a program on the vegetarianism of John the Baptist, an earlier program called A Treasure Trove of Gnostic Mandaean Scriptures, and another program, a third program touching upon this subject, the Mandaean Gnostic Scriptures and NDEs or Near Death Experiences. So those three shows in particular might be of interest to you if you're interested in Mandaeans, Nazareans, the John the Baptist group, early Gnosticism and uh, the vegetarianism of these groups and other spiritual teachings which we will delve into, the mystic poetry, because uh, it is my view that the Mandaean scriptures contain some very advanced mystical poetry that speaks of heavenly realms. And we're going to dive into that next. The role of the heavenly messenger is to give the mystic experience of light to souls and eventually guide them back to the place of light. The Mandaean term for the highest heaven, where the great life or God resides. Here are some passages of mystic poetry from the Mandaean holy books on Manda Dehaya. a kind of messianic figure uh, that when translated into English means the great heavenly redeemer of the Mandaean Gnostics that is knowledge of the life. This is a spiritual teacher that reveals the supreme being. Knowledge or gnosis of the great life. The great life, that's a term for the supreme being in Nazareanism or Mandaeanism. Manda Dahaya, knowledge of life or gnosis of life or the great life. Great life being a term for the supreme being frequently used in the mystic poetry of the Mandaean. So, some mystic poetry and then some history background and then back to mystic poetry again on today's edition of spiritual awakening radio exploring mandaian nazarean gnostic spirituality this is from the mandaian scriptures the illuminator of the worlds of light in the name of the great life sublime light be praised from the place of light i came forth from you bright habitation i come to touch hearts to measure and try all minds, to see in whose heart I dwell. Whoever thinks of me, of him I think. Whoever calls my name, his name I will call. Whoever prays my prayer from the earth, his prayer I will offer from the place of light. I came and found the truthful and believing hearts. When I was not dwelling among them, yet my name was on their lips. I took them and guided them up to the world of light. I became the illuminator of the worlds of light. I became a king to the Nazareans, who receive praise and stability through my name, and by my name they ascend to the place of the light. As for the elect righteous who put me on as a garment, their eyes were filled with light and Manda Dahaya. Knowledge of life was established in their hearts. That is one of the most beautiful examples of mystic poetry or Psalms in the Mandaean scriptures. a master-like or Satguru-like figure speaks of a sacred name that people are repeating, that these folks are initiated These are disciples of this this person, this figure. And as a result of the teachings and spiritual techniques they are given, they have an ability to see divine light and will ascend to the place of the light, which is a Mandean term for the true heaven, the destination of the soul, the place of the light. And their eyes were filled with light absolutely amazing absolutely gorgeous and they use the term Nazareans here and so we find something in common with early Christianity and this Mandaean religion which started off in the Transjordan area near the Jordan River but move immigrated migrated to other rivers in Iraq and Iran So we're going to explore that all today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, the mystic poetry, as well as the history of this group, where they came from, where they went, and their beautiful scriptures. The worlds know not the name nor recognize thy light. O fie on those who sit and eat and drink, on those who quarrel and persecute, those who quarrel and persecute. Day by day they sit on thrones of insolence and persecute the name of the life. Yet they know not the name of the life, nor did the idea of the life enter their minds. But we have testified to life and put our trust in life. And Manda Dehaya, gnosis of the life, knowledge of the life, stood by us, kept us company and was our helper. Beautiful hymn, isn't it? Describing the the world caught up in its illusions and dreams and ignorance and hostilities. There are some beautiful hymns that describe the soul as saying, very much like the Gospel of Mary does, you know, you did not recognize me. You judged me by the garment I wore, but you did not recognize me. You did not see me. The soul speaks to the world about not being recognized. The true identity of the soul is this overlooked thing. You did not see me, you did not know me, you did not recognize me for who I really am. Go to the house of him who knows me, those who know me, for I dwell amongst them in the hearts of my friends and the thoughts of my disciples, and the life is victorious. Some more verses. I wait upon the life, and mine eyes upon Manda Dahaya, for they will be my support, my deliverer and savior, from the place of darkness to the place of the light. In the name of the life, Blessed and praised be the life. Blessed and praised be the name of life in the place of light. Blessed and praised are you, my Lord, Manda Dehaya, you and your strength, your radiance, your height, your glory, and your help. So, at one time we have the Essene movement in Judaism, somewhat influenced by Pythagorean vegetarian teachings. Very much opposed to animal sacrifice in the Jewish temple of Jerusalem. Just as the Pythagoreans were opposed to pagan sacrifice in pagan temples and eating meat sacrificed there. And at some point there is this distinct and separate Nazarene movement, a bit different from the Essenes, but sharing a lot in common fondness for the book of Enoch and looking for the Messiah developing a new covenant a kind of mystical spiritualized Judaism that's vegetarian opposed to animal sacrifice in the temple that has adopted an initiatory ritual known as baptism in living waters and then eventually you find a figure by the name of John the Baptist uh, see my earlier podcast on the vegetarianism of John the Baptist. There's a lot of material about John the Baptist being vegetarian. And of course that directly uh, interfaces with this program and the others I've done on the Nazarene Mandans because John the Baptist is considered the great prophet of the Mandan religion. So we have this Nazarean group and after the death of John the Baptist, several people claiming to be successors, several different sects, branched out. We find Jesus and the Jesus movement known as the Ebionites, the Jewish Christians, the Hebrew Christians. But also others, maybe Simon Magus, maybe Dosithius, maybe other names that we associate with Gnosticism, Jewish Gnosticism, branching out. And one of those branches uh, seems to have made its way to... Iraq, from the Transjordan to Iraq. The Nazareans migrated from the Transjordan region to Iran and Iraq. And eventually the name Mandaean came to dominate. It's as if we have a Gnostic Nazarean movement that morphed into the Mandaean religion, which is still with us in the world today. The last Gnostics they're described as being and have preserved for us these scriptures, these amazing scriptures, some of the very best of the Gnostic scriptures. Unlike Nag Hammadi and other writings we think of in the Gnostic category that get more press, like the Gospel of Judas, Gospel of Mary Magdalene, Gospel of Thomas, the Mandaean Ginza Rabba that dates back to the second century or so, is one of several Gnostic Mandaean texts that has been in continuous use from antiquity, right up to the living present. These texts have never been lost. They've been in use this whole time, copied from one generation to the next, and are still being used to this very day by Mandeans who live in Iran and Iraq. And many have relocated to Western countries. As Carol Cusack, Professor of Religious Studies, University of Sydney, Australia writes, the Mandaean nazarean community of Iraq and Iran possess religious texts of utmost importance to the study of the history of the orig- origins of Judeo-Christianity and of Gnosticism and Manichaeanism. The texts themselves, for centuries, handled and interpreted only by the priests of this long lasting tradition are fascinating to read and study. And these are being systematically translated into Western languages. This is from her review about the translation of a Mandaean scripture, soon to be published, called the Mandaean Rivers Scroll. In his book, Gnosis, The Nature and History of Gnosticism, Kurt Rudolph writes the most important Mandaean works are the following the Mandaean Treasure, or Ginza Rabba, the Great Treasure. Literature uh, which includes the, the most comprehensive compilation consisting of two main parts. The Ginza Rabba consists of the right Ginza and the smaller left Ginza. The former consists of 18 mythological, theological, moral, and narrative tractates, the latter hymns for the departed souls. This is really a liturgical book which is devoted to the ascent of the soul. There is also the book of John the Baptizer, a compilation which supplements the Ginza. It bears its name on account of the Discourses of John the Baptist, contained they in there are a few different translations of that around grs mead has one some other folks came out with their own versions and there is a rather large uh, complete translation of the book of john the baptizer as well i think robert price has one in his new testament collection as well so that one has gotten some attention the john the baptist book uh, has gotten some attention and there are different translations of it these days The most ancient Mandaean writings go back to the fourth century and are the testimonies of Mandaean literature that can be dated most reliably. The great mass of this literature can be dated only with difficulty. Investigations have shown that the existence of liturgical poetic writings must be assumed already in the third century. The Mandaean script was probably developed in the second century by an inventive personality comparable to the prophet Mani, on the basis of older models, and immediately served for the writing down of the even more ancient religious tradition which the Mandaeans brought from their original habitat in Palestine and Syria to Mesopotamia. The oldest texts are to be found without doubt in the Ginza, the liturgies, the canonical prayer book and the book of John the Baptizer, They also supply the proof for the Gnostic character of the ancient Mandan religion and are connected in many ways with the ancient Gnostic tradition we encounter, especially in Syria. Uh, See the Gospel of John, also Odes of Solomon. We possess a cycle of Gnostic texts, which in style and language are closely related to John, the Gospel of John and other Johnine literature. There are, on the other hand, uh, on the one hand, uh, the Odes of Solomon in Syriac, which were written in the 2nd century. And on the other hand, uh, the Mandaean literature, which is, uh, in its most ancient parts, uh, likely goes back, without a doubt, into the same period, unquote. So this particular scholar dates the Mandaean writings back to the 2nd century AD and says there was some person we don't know who but some person that helped develop the mandaic dialect back there in the second century Uh, what i just read from was uh, kurt rudolph gnosis the nature and history of gnosticism supplying some background about this mysterious group the baptismal sects of the transjordan region kurt rudolph writes on the origins of the nazareans or Mandaeans. Quote, In the context of the Jewish wars of independence and the growing consolidation of Judaism after the destruction of Jerusalem around AD 70, its position in opposition evidently led to persecutions of the community and ultimately to its immigration from the Jordan territory. Jordan is today still the name of the baptismal waters. To the east, they migrated to the east. Kurt Rudolph, Gnosis, The Nature and History of Gnosticism, a very fine book on this subject. Kurt Rudolph, exploring the Mandaean writings and this history of the 1st and 2nd centuries AD makes the case that a large group of Nazareans due to persecution migrated to the regions of Mesopotamia, Iraq, and Iran or Persia. The descendants of these Nazarean Gnostics, now known as the Mandaeans, literally possessors of secret knowledge or Gnosis live in Iraqi cities like Baghdad and Basra. There's a large Mandan population that resides in the smaller market towns and villages of the marshland region of southern Iraq and near the Euphrates and Tigris rivers. Iran also has a Mandaian community. Many of them dwell along a very large river there. These days, many Mandans have relocated to Western countries such as the US, also Netherlands, Canada and there's a a lot of Mandaeans in Australia. The Prophet Muhammad called them Sabaeans or Baptists or baptizers a name which occurs in the Quran and which enabled them to continue under Islam. Islam categorized them as a people of the book quote-unquote a religion that possesses their own ancient scriptures. Another factor uh, that has traditionally worked in their favor, enabling them to operate in the Islamic world, is their affiliation with John the Baptist, also esteemed as a prophet in Islam. John the Baptist is one of the greatest prophets of the Nazarene Mandaeans. Though John the Baptist became the most well-known voice of the Nazareans in ancient times, or in antiquity, he probably was not the founder of the Nazareans but uh, one of the most well-known personalities in antiquity, certainly. It is indeed likely that the Mandaeans are the descendants of the disciples of John the Baptist, also known as the Nazareans. That was the earlier name used predominantly. These days the name Mandayan uh, tends to dominate uh, but if you look at the uh, Ginzarabba and the other texts uh, the name Nazarean tends to be the original name of this original group or root group These Nazareans who 2000 years ago had a large number of followers Believed John the Baptist to be a great master and prophet, if not the awaited Messiah. After John's death, the New Testament portrays Jesus as being John's spiritual successor, and for some that's true. But other leaders in John's community, such as maybe Dosithius and Simon Magus and some other names we may not uh, know of, but who uh, were part of this community once upon a time, uh, saw things differently also acting as spiritual successors of John the Baptist. Thus we have the formation of several rival sects, branching out from the John the Baptist Nazarene group, one of those being the Jesus movement, the Ebionites, the Jewish Christians, associated with Jesus the Nazarene. According to scholars of Mandaean studies like Werner Forrester, indeed the origins of the Mandaeans do go back to the Jewish tradition of the 1st century AD Palestine and the region of the Jordan River. Forrester states in his book Gnosis II, published by Oxford University Press, that in the context of the Jewish War of Independence and consolidation of Orthodox Judaism after 70 AD, The Nazareans position as a minority opposition evidently led to the persecution of the community and finally to its immigration from its native Jordan territory to the east to begin with in Haran and the median hill country then in the southern regions of Mesopotamia." Eventually the community settled in the region of the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers where they could continue the ritual of baptizing or initiating people into living waters, rivers symbolizing the connecting of their souls with quote heavenly Jordan rivers of light, unquote. There this branch of Gnosticism eventually became the Mandaean religion. In Sot Mot we teach about the Audible Life Stream the divine river of light and sound that both flows into the creation and ascends back up to the spiritual realms. So too, in the Gnostic mysticism of the Nazareans, there was the understanding that there is a river of light that flows back to the Godhead, the great life, supreme being and the importance about being initiated into the mysteries of spiritual practice so that souls may connect with the light and ascend to the place of the light this divine radiance veils the supreme being above as it says so frequently in the mandean scriptures in the name of the great life sublime light be praised the role of the heavenly messenger is to give the mystic experience of light to souls and eventually guide them back up to the place of the light, the Mandean term for the highest heaven where the great life or supreme being resides. As I've written and explored on past podcasts about Mandean spirituality, the mystical encounters recorded in the scriptures of the Mandeans may seem at times like ancient near-death experiences or NDEs, visions of souls who were embraced who were embraced by the light, long ago. Some spiritual readings from the Mandaean scriptures. Wrapped in sleep. I am wrapped in sleep in a garment which there is no defect. In a garment in which there is no defect which has nothing missing or lacking. The life knew about me. Adam, who slept, awoke. He, the helper, took me by the palm of my right hand and gave a palm branch into my hand. The light cast me into the darkness, and the darkness filled with light. On the day when light arises, darkness will return to its place. He approached the clouds of light, and his course was set to the place of the light. Visions of the Great Life in the Place of the Light Souls in the place of the light are described as luminous beings living in a world of infinite light, with a supreme being of light. Or a supreme being veiled by light. The heavens of hyperspace are traversed by spiritual streams of living waters tributaries of the heavenly Jordan river of light and souls are described as radiant beings that shine upon each other like stars do in the center of the very crowded center of the galaxy where there are many stars close to one another shining on each other. They are a thousand, thousand miles distant from one another and yet one is illumined by the other's radiance. Isn't that amazing? Kabir says the light of one soul is equal to that of 16 suns. So what happens when you have a group of souls in proximity to one another? The primary name for the highest God in the Mandaean tradition is the Great Life. Many of the hymns, many of the Psalms in the canonical prayer book begin with this invocation, In the name of the Great Life, sublime light be praised. Living One is a term found in the Gospel of Thomas and Odes of Solomon uh, and in Eastern Gnostic writings is used in the Mandaean texts for God, the Great Life. The Great Life is also referred to as the King of Light, a limitless, radiant being of compassion and love. He is the Light in whom is no darkness, the Living One in whom is no death, the Good One in whom is no malice, the Gentle One in whom is no confusion, the Kind One in whom is no venom of bitterness. Translated by... Werner Forrester in the book Gnosis, volume two. Bliss and peace there shall be on the road which Adam built well. Bliss and peace there shall be on the road which the soul takes. Go soul and victory to the place from which you were transplanted, the place of joy in which the face shines, or is illuminated. The face shines in it. The form is illumined and does not grow dim. The soul has loosened its chains and broken its fetters. Anyone who recites your name will never be disappointed. Great is thy name. My Lord, I mention your name with pure heart, thou Lord of all worlds, blessed and holy thy name, my Lord, the high and mighty King of worlds of sublime light, whose power is infinite, thou the brilliant and inexhaustible light. Beautiful. We don't know what the sacred names are Simran words the mantras, the sacred names used, of course. But we do know of other Gnostic systems, Sant Mat being one of them, a living path of Sant Mat. And so as we read these, these things sound, you know, these contain spiritual principles that sound very familiar to us. The repetition of a sacred name of God, visions of light, the ascension of the soul through different heavenly realms, these are familiar concepts to those who are initiated by living ones and many of these living ones continue to be dressed in white the Mandans, when they do their ritual baptisms they're all dressed in white and wear turbans <laughs> And some of them look very much like folks from India, right? Very similar. The concept of wearing white is to kind of be a a, a ritual that symbolizes the soul, the luminous soul. And you find that in several different cultures. The Sufis are known for being dressed in white. The followers of Pythagoras as well. This has all happened before. The eyes of such a one were filled with light, filled with light were his eyes, on beholding the great one in the house of perfection. In the name of the great life, sublime light be magnified. On Sunday on the chief of days, who saw that which I have seen? Who saw Manda Dahia, gnosis of the life, who set out and came to the world? He set out and came to the world on Sunday on the chief of days. Who hath seen that which I have seen? Who saw the stranger who went and stayed at the house of his friends? I who saw the stranger, mine eyes were filled with his light. Mine eyes with light were filled, and knowledge dwelt in my heart. In my heart knowledge dwelt, In my heart gnosis dwelt. And my mouth filled with his praise, His praise filled my mouth, And I arose and praised my Father, I arose and gave praises to my Father. From dawn till the decline of the day, I praised his great radiance, And I praised his lovely light. In the name of the great life, sublime light, be glorified. Early I arose from my sleep, I stood. Into radiance that was great, I looked, I gazed into the radiance that was great, into the light which is boundless. And the light rays answer his voice, and it rouses sleepers and makes them rise up from their sleep. He said to them, Arise, you sleepers who lie there, rise up, you stumblers who have stumbled. Arise, worship and praise the great life, and praise his counterpart, that is the image of the life, which shines forth and is expressed in sublime light, and life be praised, I wait upon the life and mine eyes upon Manda Dehaya, for they will be my support, my deliverer and savior, from the place of darkness to the place of the light. Check out those earlier podcasts, The Vegetarianism of John the Baptist and a couple of earlier podcasts on Mandaean spirituality, the treasure of Mandaean scriptures and ancient NDEs. Always a pleasure touching upon the Mandaean Nazarean Gnostic scriptures and exploring Mandaean Nazarean Gnostic spirituality. My name is James Bean. My email address is james at com. Visit my website, newly revamped, upgraded, rebooted. A nice new website, spiritualawakeningradio.com, where you can access podcasts, blogs, social media, read various articles, including on Mandaeans and Gnostic spirituality and Living mystic paths, living Gnostic paths, like Saint-Mont. And you may uh, be in for a a pleasure, a wonderful surprise, if you've studied Mandanism, Gnosticism, maybe Kabbalah, Sufism, that there is a living path in the world today called Saint-Mont, fluent in these realms of light and sound and the audible life stream. And the secrets of the repetition of sacred names and the ascension of the soul back to the place of the light the place of the sound or logos or word the great life wrapping up today's Sont mat Sotsong podcast spiritual awakening radio today exploring Mandaean, Nazarean Gnostic spirituality this gorgeous poem that embodies the teachings and the universal philosophy of the saints and mystics of the ages. The Nazarene-Mandaean Messenger of Light The illuminator of the worlds of light, in the name of the great life, sublime light, be praised. From the place of light I came forth from you, bright habitation. I come to touch hearts, to measure and try all minds. To see in whose heart I dwell. Whoever thinks of me, of him I think. Whoever calls my name, his name I will call. Whoever prays my prayer from the earth, his prayer I will offer from the place of light. I came and found the truthful and believing hearts. When I was not dwelling among them, yet my name was on their lips. I took them and guided them up to the world of light. I became the illuminator of the worlds of light. I became a king to the Nazareans, who receive praise and stability through my name. And by my name they ascend to the place of the light. As for the elect righteous who put me on as a garment, their eyes were filled with light And manda dahaya, knowledge of life, gnosis of life, was established in their hearts. Absolutely wonderful. Perennial philosophy, universal esoteric tradition. This living path of the masters has always been around in one form or another, in various cultures and places and has been with the Mandaeans as well. Many great saints, masters, and mystics have appeared in cultures of humanity, East and West, since the beginning of time. In the name of the great life, sublime light be praised.